0: Drink of Ages radio show is brought to you by Wild West Brewfest, happening November 3rd through 5th at Typhoon Texas Water Park in Katy. Three days of badass events and lots of great beers to try. Voted the number one beer fest in North America for multiple years in a row, Wild West Brewfest is a great time. Live music, games, food, and a whole lot of beers from the best breweries. Actually, over 500 beers from over 60 breweries. Get tickets now at wildwestbrewfest.com. I can think of only one thing that
1: could lift my spirits right now. Beer.
2: Beer. 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 beer.
1: beer. beer. beer! 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 This beer. is
3: Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5.
1: The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music.
3: Here's your host and luminary, luminary, John Denman. John
1: Denman.
0: <dragon sermon> Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Drink of Ages Radio here on ESPN 97.5. I'm John Denman. He's Tom Painter. I am. I almost oh. got that one wrong just then too. I was about to say I'm Tom Painter. He's John Dimon. All right, guys. <laughs> DJ muskratch hanging out, making the show sound good. i uh, are still recovering from last night at No Label. A little bit. It's been a slow. It's been a slow day. Uh, I I can definitely uh,
3: yeah confirm the slowness. Well, and I really that- don't remember. Having a, that, I don't know, I guess it was just like a marathon. It was just a marathon. I, I left at midnight, and then two of my bartenders were hanging out outside the gates, and uh, there was a bunch of people still left in. One of them was uh, John. And uh, they are they're like, what do you want us to do? And I was like, get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> just lock him in. I mean, he has a key anyways. He'll <laughs> be all right. It's true. The, uh, there's one time... Um, uh there's a guy named Joshua Alday who now works at Carbuck uh, and he runs all their kind of digital media and whatever and he, and he used to work at No Label and then a year or two later he showed back up in the in the conference room I was like what are you doing in here? How did you get in here? It's like you guys never changed the code.
0: <laughs> I was like <laughs> got me again. I was like ugh. We never will, cause we're, yeah, <laughs> you will never even lock yourself out if you change the code.
3: That's the thing. Um, but yeah, last week we were at Counter and Common, which was an amazing time. Houston's Houston's really uh, there has been a few new breweries in the, like in the past year. Like it really kind of kicked off with kind of Frost uh, for us, and then and then you have Bad Astronaut, and then you have Counter and Common, and now here's another kind of new kid on the block, and this space is. We were just talking about it. You have to go down a hill to get here. Is this, yeah, is it's kind of <laughs> Black
0: Page Brewing is where we are this week. Anthony Hines and Enric Orlick yep. is joining us. So welcome, guys. Thanks for having us yep. you know, here at Black Page. But yeah, it's, uh, like I said, Tom, It's it's you know, a lot of people know where White Oak Music Hall is because they put on a bunch of badass shows. And when you turn right to go to White Oak, you just turn left. And you go down a hill, and at the end of the hill, dead ends into black page
3: yeah so it's like it's it's a so uh let's re- rewind us back about 2 weeks uh we were at, we were at the uh, Texas Craft Brewers Festival in Austin mm-hmm. uh we had a wild time there I went driving forward to JBF on a long journey. John went to the opening of Black Page. We yes, had like a soft opening, and then like all all the night, John. I was like, I don't know if it was the beers or whatever, but he's like, this is the game changer. This is what you know Houston needs. This is the
0: well, know, it's, it's just different, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, this whole place is, is is different. For one, beers are really really tasty. So yeah, congrats Thank on you. You know, that right there i mean that that, that helps a whole lot yeah. and but then just the location and how you guys built this place out it, it's just a whole different vibe a different feel so when you come down the hill and you go into the parking lot and you get out and you walk up steps and you're kind of on a patio overlooking this little area that you have over here with nothing but trees because you really don't see much mm-hmm. you know you're kind of secluded back here and you don't really feel like you're sitting you know ten minutes away five minutes away from downtown houston
1: well, funny story when a friend of mine found this spot a long time ago. We won't go into too many details, but I was looking for a spot for a brewery and just like saw this place, and I'm like, "Oh my God, this is amazing." So I immediately started like frantically like trying to figure out how to make it work. And way back when Heinrich shows up, we go to launch it. Onion Creek, come back to the brewery, and I'm like, "So what do you think?" And I'm, I'm gonna try to do a German accent. And I think I'm getting better at it, spending more time with Heinrich. But he's like, "You had me at hello," <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, "Wow, this is like, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna do this." And and then, you know, it was a long long road to get to this point. But like we, you know, he stuck with me, and I stuck with him, and we, you know, we all. And you know my partner Chris, he, uh, he did a great job building out the, uh, the space, and you know, you know stuck with both of us, and we all kind of just put our heads down and made it happen. and it's kind of surreal sitting here now, because like, I think like the first thing you, you know I mean, the, this property is amazing, so I mean I think we all saw the potential. It was just like there was a lot of work that had to happen to get it to where it is now. And
0: just, oh yeah, yeah, especially in the city of Houston. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Just that, that aspect of it, but
1: hopefully we can, uh, as a city, improve on that um, over time. I think a lot of small businesses have have a really hard time getting open in the city, and um, you know it's an issue. I mean, I, I think you know, it's, uh, you know, a small business is is not a three hundred person apartment complex or like a big office tower i mean it's it's like people's
0: you know it's like two people yeah
1: yeah <laughs> like it's like two people running it's
0: like, yeah like following like, their dreams you yeah know, yeah, like yeah. investing I mean, their savings and stuff and then yeah
2: not only the savings on the saving for the family members too
0: exactly
1: yeah i mean you know i i think there's there's a lot of room for improvement and hopefully you know it starts moving in that direction. I think we all love Houston. We you know want to see more small businesses. You know, and in order to do that, I think you need to make it a little easier for for businesses to to
0: get going. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I mean, we all. I mean, it's something I hear about all the time, and I, I face it myself. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just trying to do mm-hmm. anything, and it's just like, oh, wait, you need more money. <laughs> yeah, that, that solves all problems. There's more money. Yeah, yeah. For a little bit. Yeah, for a little <laughs> oh, bit. Yeah. But the space you guys built out, I mean, I'm sure once you had, like, all the renderings done and all that, you're looking at it like, oh, this is going to be nice. This is going to be good. But then when we actually see what you guys have here. I mean, it's, like I said, it's just different. Like, sending that Sunday night. <clears throat> now, you know, we had been to a few breweries in Austin. Then I stopped by Hound Song. It might have been there for a little <laughs> bit and then made it over here. So, you know, it was it – I well, it's all research, Tom,
2: it's all, it's
0: all research. So you know, I'm looking at how they, how meanwhile, say meanwhile, for instance, like what they've done and then John, no judgment here. Nomatic I've been on an 18 year research project myself. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, we get here and get shown around the place. And for one, like the building that we're in right now is like, it's just a, we're in the brewery, in the brewery, but we're in a small room in the brewery. But I mean, it's like old wood. Yeah, it was built. It was built
1: in 1940. So, um, I've heard different stories, but I think the most reliable one is a neighbor that was here the other weekend, told me that it was built for a candy. No, I'm sorry, candy candle. They sound the same. Like it's like playing telephone; it gets lost in translation over time. He confirmed that it's a candle manufacturing. It was originally built for a candle manufacturing company because he would come here, like, in the 70s and, like, play with the wax and stuff. So it's kind of a cool, like... It's cool to be able to repurpose something, like... You know, it has so much character. You can't build that, you know? From scratch, it's just... It's impossible, so... It's cool to be able to...
0: No, but you could build around it and paint it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Something new. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's a... it's just I don't know. It's just it's a cool little vibe. And right now, you know, we, we, right before we started, was grabbing a beer, and there's like people dancing outside, like couples out there dancing. I don't know what music is playing, but whatever it is, it got them going. So, and you got the taco truck out there, and which I did, you know, that 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 night, that Sunday night, Tom, uh, you know, it was it was wide open. So as many tacos as you wanted to eat was kind of part of the deal with the soft opening. Yeah, perfect. And. Yeah. I'm not saying I took advantage of that, but the tacos spoke to you. They, they did. <laughs> They're really good.
1: Macro is is um, solid.
0: Yeah, so <clears throat> I remember, I remember first hearing about Black Page. I mean, almost maybe like what was that? Four years ago, or something. Yeah,
1: I mean, I know you hit me up, like, and I'm like. I don't know. Depending on where we were in the process, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course we're having her. Like, oh, well, you know, we'll, <laughs> you we'll know, be open we, soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, sorry, I wasn't trying to blow you off, but you know. <laughs> Yeah. it was, it yeah. was a process. Uh, and you made it. So, yeah. Well, Finally. Thank God.
3: Yeah. Finally. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, what was the impetus to? Uh, get this thing going what was the so
1: i was sitting around a fire with my brothers at like a in a remote like texas like on a remote texas lake called lake limestone where we grew up going and we're you know drinking beer um and we started talking about best things happen when you're drinking and this was ideas about 10 years ago and we were talking about there's like no breweries in houston like what the hell i'd I'd come from you know i went to grew up in houston went to the university of denver um saw what was going on in denver when i was in college like in the late 1990s early 2000s like i mean you know fat tire 90 shilling uh what flying dog had just come out um you know there was so much going on there and there was so, you know great american beer festivals like the big thing you know everyone you know loves beer in denver and then you come back here and you're like oh well the, you know we got saint arnold's and Carbuck just opened and, and that was like pretty much it and then uh a friend of mine ryan Siroka had just opened uh eighth wonder. eighth wonder and so we were like you know, I was like, you know, like, there's so much potential here. We're in the fourth largest city in the United States, and there's three freaking breweries. Like, you know, like, it couldn't be that hard. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's just do it. So, like, the further we got in, you know, we bought, actually bought this Sabco thing, and we're going to, like, you know, brew all grain day one. And, like, you know, it was the beer we made was, is piss a bad word? Uh, <laughs> I mean, so, like. About a year into it, I was like, "Yeah, I can like now I can make some pretty good beers." Like my brother and my cousin, uh, over time, kind of lost interest. But I was like, "I've got to like I really got to find somebody to that brews beer professionally." Like I'm unless I just quit everything and you know really focus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's already a huge risk. Like, let's hedge it a little bit. Like, and find you know find a a german brewmaster with yeah uh, like, with but like a legit german, german master yeah, yeah it was that was the one box that we had to check was he has to be german <laughs> <laughs> no that's not true but um it you know i mean he's he's brewing you know i'm it's hard to be objective but you know i think he's I he's he's definitely not he's not disappointed i mean this uh this one is, the zombie wolf is zombie is wolf is really good a lot you know I mean there's not a single beer I'm like oh well, yeah let's not you know I don't want to drink that one um, <laughs> I mean he's done a great job so like hats off to Heinrich and it's just uh,
2: yeah, well, it's, 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 it's 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 easier to make beer good beer for me if I come from Germany and what we making we make beer for 100 years and the same recipe we never change something and it's written in stone. Yeah. Uh, the only thing we adjust is the crop every year, so the hops and, then the, and the barley and everything else. And so here in America, 25 years ago when I got to America, everything is new. And you can create beers. You can re- create recipes. But I think the important part is whenever you make a recipe, you have, to base, you have to know the basics in the fermentation process and everything else. Everything else is done simple. And I was coming back from Canada. Uh, worked in Big Ben, in, in Big Ben National Park uh, Brewery. And we had kids here in, in Houston. And when he then offered to Joseph, hey, I'm in. And hoping next day we are starting brewing. And now finally we got this going now.
0: Yeah, uh, Big Ben. That was, uh, uh, that was a brewery I always wanted to go to. Because for one, Big Ben's a pretty excellent spot to go hang out in. Sure. And then it's like, oh, man, there's a brewery there. Even better, and then Tony Drury was you know, bouncing around that area of the world, so it's like, man, I'll go hang out and all that. But
2: no, it's, it's it's a cool place, Marfa and Alpine, to live there, and for me, it was fantastic. I, I like the outdoors, and and uh, but from the brewery side, logistic wise, you're in the end of the world. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. You know, it's, there's no distribution. You know, uh, Brewster County is the largest county in Texas. Had twenty five thousand people, uh, so it's, it's yeah. a different spot to live there.
0: Yeah, and difficult tap room to fill up.
2: Yeah, because I you get imagine. only so many tourists coming in town. Uh, we go to a national park, uh, and this is the only customers you have. So I
0: feel like I feel like they, like Big Ben tried They started distribution for well, you guys were started distribution, trying to get your product out and all that. But yeah. uh, yeah, and I remember it being good, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh no, they are shutting down.
2: Yeah, it's going very quickly. Um, but I think it was more conflict in ownership and um, miscommunication. Beer was good. Uh, we started with distribution, and I was there uh, from zero to 4,000 in one year. Um, we got our own truck because we realized we have to bring the beer from Alpine to here. And nobody from the distributor comes to you picking up the stuff. There's no way. Not that So far you have up. to bring it. But it was good. But then, uh, trouble in the ownership, and this is the problem. Yeah. Money-wise, that was not the issue. The guy's when loaded. Uh, he was from Chicago. The one of the only the other one from New York, have hotels.
0: Oh, yes. So I mean, it's a side project. Then. It's a,
2: <laughs> it was a hobby, but as brewery owner, you have to be a part of this. You have to be yeah. involved. I and, yeah, uh, I found that it makes the most sense. Yeah, that's <laughs> very important. Right? You can have the best brewmaster in the world, but when you're not involved and you don't have to contact to the people, when I'm the guy who makes the beer, he's the guy who sells the beer. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, then you have a brewery owner that if they're disconnected. They come around like, hey, where's the money? What's going on? What's happening?
0: Just like, oh, man, you, you haven't been here for X, Y, Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) trying to explain this balance sheet to to someone that's not around. Yeah. It doesn't work very well.
2: And we had too many managers. We have a general manager. We have a CFO. We have a CEO. We had the brewmaster. I was a brew manager. We had the brewmaster. A CFO. And we got (laughs) too much much, uh, brass and not enough Indians.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. All right, let's uh, take a quick break and get back. We'll talk more with Anthony. Anthony, and that's that's the easiest name to say at the table. But uh, yeah, we got to take a break because I want to explore this property (laughs) a little bit. There's so many little facets about this place. Yeah, Yeah. like I'm in a park. (laughs) Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, we're in a beer park. Black Page Brewing here in Houston. Anthony and Heinrich, we'll be right back.
1: Hey y'all, this is Shane with New Magnolia Brewing Company. We are a family owned and operated brewery located at 1616 Bevis Street. New Magnolia Brewing serves up a high-rotation, high variety of finely crafted beers. Everything from our award-winning lagers to modern IPAs, funky sours, and of course classic European styles. Our taproom is open seven days a week, so come enjoy our spacious, open indoor taproom or one of our large outdoor seating areas. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at New Magnolia Brewing.
0: Hello everyone, this is uh, Trevor Brown from Lone Pine Brewery coming at you from Magnolia, Texas, home of Yellow Rose IPA. We're new in cans, I don't know if you've seen, we're now in aluminum, Yellow Rose, Gentleman's Zoys Nitro, Jabberwocky and Zenos. We'll be doing seasonals and xythopal releases every quarter. So join us at our beer garden, open seven days a week. We've got live music, food trucks, kids and dogs are welcome as long as they're nice. Find us at LonePine.com, on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks everybody. Hey y'all, this is Andrew the Mayor Mitchum, owner and brewer at Senate Avenue Brewing Company. Here's the top five reasons you should bring the whole family to come and see us. Number one, air conditioning. Number two, tasty cold craft beer brewed by yours truly. Number three, burgers, tacos, pizzas, and pretzels. Number four, brunch on Sundays. Number five, our cozy, breezy patio. Drop in any day of the week for lunch or dinner. We'll save a table for you. DECA Beer Company off 494 just north of Kingwood is a brewery you should know about and stop by. 20 taps with rotating experimental beers and other excellent beers brewed true to style. Nice air-conditioned tap room for the whole family and a large patio with beer, wine, cider, soft drinks, plus food trucks on site. Also a great place to hold your next event. Tap room is open Wednesday through Sunday and look for DECA Beer Company on tap around the Houston area and check them out online at DECAbeer.com. That is D-E-C-A beer.com. They have something for everyone. Hey, good beer drinkers! This is John Denman from Drink of Ages Radio, inviting you out to Spindle Tap Brewery. Less than 15 minutes north of downtown, Spindle Tap is making some of the best beers around. IPAs, double IPAs, lagers, and stouts—definitely gonna find your next favorite beer. Come out and be ready to play, though. Nine-hole championship putt-putt, basketball court, baseball, and kickball field, disc golf, or just kick back in the air-conditioned tap room. Great food, excellent beers, and a badass time. Check out Spindle Tap Brewery. Spindle Tap—that's T-A-P. Spindletap.com. Hi, it's Tom from No Label Brewing down in Katy, Texas. Come out and visit us seven days a week in historic Katy, right
3: between the silos. If it's the weekend, it's live music, it's beer releases, it's food trucks, vendors, HX markets, more. Can't make it on the weekend? Don't worry. We're open seven days a week. So coming out for bingo nights, trivia nights, run clubs, there's so much going on out here between the silos. So if you're looking for craft beer and a good time, come out to Katy, Texas. Come out to No Label.
0: This is Drinking Bakes Radio Show, and you know, here at Black Page Brewing here in Houston. Anthony Hines, Heinrich Werling is our guest, and, uh, and Tom, we're just kind of rolling through the beers here. I'm telling you, uh, during the
3: break, I explored the property. <laughs> 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 you know, like, I went outside, so, like, so it's interesting. So you have your production facility, and then you have your tap room, uh, and then... You know, parking lot and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But then on the other side, there's actually this outdoor area, and it's, it's like it's really like I can only imagine. So you know, we're on a Tuesday, and it's just it's a Tuesday in Houston, right? Uh, but I imagine a weekend, people and just that perspective of uh, looking up towards like all this, and there's a deck outside too. On like so, yeah, big kind of wraparound deck around I'm, the tap room. I'm, I'm a big fan of places that you can have different. Aesthetic experiences. Right. <laughs> like like yeah, you can be inside in the tap room, you can be outside on on this deck. Or you can be in this kind of patio like area. Kind of live your own adventure with beer.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That that's what originally drew us to it, is like it's different, you know, we didn't and then we didn't want to do you know, if we did the same old tap room with this, it's like maybe the juxtaposition would be like, would be off, you know, you want to like, you can't have this beautiful property and then, you know, have a, you know, a trailer with some taps on the side of it. I mean, I I think Um, we were, were that that would be very, unique (laughs) unique to Houston. I mean, you (laughs) (laughs) You gave me another idea. It would be be okay. (laughs) It'd be okay. Right. Like I'd be fine with it, but like, you know, we wanted to kind of, we wanted to do something different. Like, I don't know. Like, especially the further along we got, it was like, you know, we had so much time to, like, talk about it, think about it, like, you know, oh, you want us to revise our drawings? Well, okay, well, here's our latest revision. Like, we we blew out the the eave on the, the barn that was next door and raised it up six feet so that we could have windows all around and see the, act, the nature that's around us, you know, so... I don't know. It was a blessing and a curse, like it taking so long. But like I think it all it all worked out the way it was supposed to. for yeah, you know? sure. Um, we were able to like really highlight what what's here, and that's you know this amazing like property surrounded by trees, which like you said is not is not Houston generally. You
0: know? Well, what was what was so bad for so long in Houston? Just say is that. It was like, all right, we're just going to clear this land off, and we're just going to build this obnoxious thing that doesn't fit in, doesn't, like, like when you look at it, it's like, oh, man, that's like an eyesore. And
3: Yeah, it's something that kind of fits in. Like, it's either that or it's like, let's go to an industrial park. and Like, there's a lot of breweries you walk into, and, like, there's, there's a personalized tap wall type of thing. Uh, but then... It, the then, rest of it? But the rest yeah. of it, it's just like, mm-hmm. hey, you got your... You got your, uh, you got your wood tables that have been shellacked and you got your brew house over here and maybe you got some signage in a few places, but then that's about it. I mean, right? I think,
1: and we all, I mean, you guys go to you know, every brewery in town and been you know yeah. everywhere. Like, I think we all like, we all love that, but it's just like what, you know, especially starting a business, you don't want to like, you don't want to be a cookie just cut. like every, well, we all like the product, know? right? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. But at the same time, yeah.
3: like so much of it. And you can like, uh, I mean, yeah, like like John, like John DJ Mustrash, myself, like on the, been on this you know journey. We've been in this beer industry for a long time, and you can all you can see the phases of kind of craft beer in Houston by the breweries you visit. Yeah. And in the past year, they all seem to be more. When I think about you guys, and I think about Bad Astronaut, and I think about Paradigm, and I think about Frost Town, and like these are the 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 last breweries that I've really opened in the last. Uh, they're coming out more fully formed. <laughs> like it's it's like it's like oh this is like year three or four. Well, you of, well, it's, it's, it's
0: it's it's a tap room experience, not just coming and sitting in a tap room.
3: Yeah, not just like we have taps on the wall that are linked to tanks. It's like because people want more. You, well, you it's, need to have a
1: different than it used to be because now, I mean, uh, you know the craft brewing industry is real tight knit and like you know that's very like
3: absolutely. You know,
1: I mean. Everyone who's in it knows that, but like at the end of the day, like as a new business. You're like, you gotta, you gotta do something to stand out. And I think all, all the newer breweries are like, okay, well, you know, what can we do that's different? You know, like, and you know, whether it's, you know, I think most importantly is the beer. Sure, Uh, but like the beer
3: is like, (laughs) it's like, yeah, okay, there's good beer and bad beer. All right, but once you get good beer, okay, yeah, 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 exactly. There's so much in the craft beer world that's. More than that, right? Like, yeah. Know, well, Sp- Sp- and Tap's got a uh, soccer field uh, and a baseball park, yeah. <laughs> and a, a Ferris wheel. I don't know, <laughs> Lazy like, River one day. Like, 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 and the beer's great, right? Yeah. <laughs> they, well, so why do they have these things? Yeah. It's like okay, you're trying to get everyone into the tap. You know, you
0: need, you need you need you need like three reasons to bring people in, right? You need, you need beer's three delicious. things. Beer I
2: mean, beer is definitely dang. one.
0: Uh, I'm reading the, the food right now it's fantastic food's always a good thing to bring in you know,
2: I think the location uh, this is what I fall in love with the location because you're off the grid you're in, in the green and when you go in Germany in a beer garden this means you have trees around you and it's same here we have trees and when you sit in the beer garden and look towards the building and, at night time and you see the, the sound goes down it looks fantastic because you have the, the, the brewery on the one side because it's a classic way and then you have the tap room of the other side and most time when you go in, in smaller brew pubs now with a uh, thing you never see the brewery the brewery is somewhere hided in the dark uh, you go only on the tap sure. wall and this you have the tap wall and you have some tables but here the brewery is a, a showpiece and well, I was a big
3: fan of looking up at the brewery from uh, the, the outdoor park like, yeah. I was like you know that doesn't no, happen in Houston this at I all. Think
2: is the, the differences. You see, was I really like, and uh, everything is white in the brewery and uh, stainless steel. Uh, it's kind of modern. Uh, it's a great place to work, and uh, it's easy to create good beers because you have the right uh, tools to do this. Uh, so you. Like
1: if you're a musician, right, you, you gotta get the candles yeah. like lit right yeah, in the really? studio before you, you hit record and you gotta get like Oh, that word like candles, like what are we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, yeah I mean, same thing, man. You know, I mean you've gotta get everything set just right yeah, in order yeah. for the product. I mean that, you know. so the artist can work. Exactly. No, so oh, it's it's
2: yeah. like the, the setup of the tanks was we did. We had in yeah. the middle of the room we had the brighter tank. And then on the right side, we have our lager beers. On the left side, we have our ales, uh, complete separation. When you go in a lot of breweries, everything is in the same spot. Everything is one tank next to the other. You cannot go around to clean up. Here, we have created enough space to be able to t- clean the tanks from the back clean the tanks from the front and we Germans we are clean freaks <laughs> <laughs> so we like it. We like I mean
0: it kind of Germans kind of been known to be you know a little more attention to OCD. detail <laughs> um, you know not not to stereotype anybody
2: no it's, it's the way we got dressed uh, yeah and it's not <laughs> and
0: it's not a bad thing either right well, the beers... Uh, Stop embracing the stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm Irish. I pretty much embrace
3: the whole stereotype.
0: It, it does... I don't know.
3: Yeah, when my 23 me came back, and it was just like, oh, you're 80% Irish and 20% British. 20% Scottish.
0: Like, I was just like, uh, oh, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. No, but... Uh, like i said the way that everything's laid out in here whenever i came that one sunday a few weeks back and kind of walked through i, I was impressed Uh when, when we walked back here I was, I was impressed to see how how things were actually set up uh just from the way that the whole system's plumbed out for mm-hmm. glycol and everything and just again you know I, i'm looking up at the raptors i'm like man this is this is some nice old wood yep. um <clears throat> old building Shiny stuff is always eye-catching, and there's a lot of shiny stuff in here. Oh
3: yeah, I'll say this Mars is delicious. What are you drinking,
0: John? I am drinking the Smash beer, the Citra. Citra. Oh, that's yes, right. Yeah, yeah it's,
2: my favorite favorite it's my favorite. one. Oh, it is. Yeah.
0: it is really good. It's like six and well one and a half percent. Something like that. But but we were talking. During the break, and you know, because you're not a big fan of IPAs, yeah. but yet you will drink this one.
2: This is the only I Even <laughs> I like to make IPAs, brew IPAs, because it's fascinating about the recipe development and, and everything else. But this beer is so simple because you have only two roll, and you have citra only. Uh,
0: but it the, comes the, out, and the citra, <laughs> the citra is so
2: the the lemon, the the I almost like is a lemon drop for me. And this is the only beer where I can have a pint, and say, "Hey, I get a second pint, and get a third pint." I remember uh, when I brewed this the first time. uh, I was with the guy who installed the brewery with me, and we were sitting Saturday afternoon in the beer garden. And before I realized, I had six or seven of uh, pints of beer, which I normally never drink, and I was happy, <laughs>
0: happy. <laughs> for a couple of reasons right yeah. <laughs> yeah, no we had a
2: good talk right. drinking beer is socializing yeah. right. you always drink beer you eat you talk by yourself it's no fun you sit on your glass and yeah,
0: done yeah, yeah. but
2: most of you socialize and you have two pints conversation is fantastic and you find come stuff out And um. there's always something we remember from a childhood and everybody else remember the same and this is a good time and this is what i like in germany in beer garden in germany in the beer garden, we go 12 o'clock to the beer garden you go home by eight o'clock in the night you have your kids running around on the table uh, playing whatever they're playing <laughs> and you as adults you drink and talk drink and eat and eat a lot. Uh, but this is fantastic. And I, should have been I think German. it's here, the <laughs> location was we have here, it's
0: built. Yeah, it's there. time to take a show on the road. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, they, they're saying, I mean, you kind of have, you built a location where, again, you know, you look out there across the, the parking lot and there's all the outdoor yeah. area and people sitting out there drinking beer, people were dancing. Like yeah. It's just it build the environment for it.
2: And I think it, because we're only two weeks in business, so we really can say nothing about uh, t- turnover. But I think this is a place where you can hang out m- uh, middle of the week. So after work, uh, go for a pint and meet a friend or something. Oh. This is, and again, I have no idea for me, it's, I live in big city, so I drive an hour to work every day. But we work, did, did a pub crawl here around the neighborhood. Five minutes in, down, in downtown uh, Houston. And all the apartment buildings, so we're really close to everybody.
3: Well, I think it's going to be interesting, especially with White Oak right here, right? That's yeah. the that's the the it's not it's not the elephant in the room. I think you guys are you know, like we we talk between breaks how your GM like is almost working hand in hand with. Like, yeah, he, I mean, <laughs> like like is is it going to be big when, tonight? When they it's big. <laughs> when
1: they were, well he he was the GM Logan. Oh, okay, right. uh, Logan was the GM, or he worked at sure. Raven yeah, Tower, yeah, yeah. so like he. He knows what it's like to get that, like, pre-concert, post-concert pop, like, when there's, like, a country band or something. Or, like Or, like, or when there's, you know, a band that caters to people that are like to I mean, <laughs> to
3: I mean, yeah, you you guys are adjacent. And it's going to be this weird symbiotic relationship for sure, right? Yeah. Like, uh, where the, there's a before and after, but, like, there's also people that are going to play there or, or perform there who are gonna probably stop by here, just right? Just stop by. <laughs> like, like that, that's a weird, it's like, you no, know, this place is just gonna pop because it Pops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be like, hey, have a point here. Bill Burr may show up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's in a good spot. It's in a good spot. And there's, and, and there's nothing, like, we're walking distance from one of Houston's largest entertainment venues, yeah. right? <laughs> like, they picked that spot because it was like, oh, no one's here, we can turn this into something great. And then same logic, right? Hey <laughs> and it's just gonna be Yeah, but yeah, be you
2: have to think about it. Anthony was before you guys were here. Well he picked uh, the location I, before White Oaks Well that's and then my own sort clear. of
1: I so of my stuff. background's real estate and I actually had the the listing for the corner of North Main and in North Street there and when we showed up the first time there was a for sale by owner sign on the corner and we're like my colleague at the time was like what the hell is this and i'm like i don't know like let's just try to sell it like you know we do real estate there's nothing nothing fancy about it like you know it's probably like a car lot or something maybe someone will build townhomes and like, yeah, you know, sure. we're yeah. like we're like i mean we're we, you know we were like just like you know just sell it something that, will happen yeah 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 we'll and, get our and commission and then all of a sudden someone came you know the white oak guys came along and they were they you know, they started with that piece, the corner, and then they started assembling everything around it. And they, they must've assembled, you know, I don't know exactly how many properties, but I mean, they assembled at least 10, 15, you know, properties to make that whole thing work. And, um, as they were doing that, I was like, one of my friends was one of the partners and he showed me this property that he was looking at buying. I'm like, like, this is, like, super cool, but, like, when we first pulled up, it was, like, there was a pit bull chained up to the front, yeah, and there was yeah. a guy living in here. There's like was a deer head. Like, <laughs> there's, the plumbing ran right out into the yard. Like, I mean, it, so it didn't really even have, like, plumbing connected to it. <laughs> like, so, it, it said, I mean, I hope you have this uh, <laughs> I don't want to elaborate on that, but, I mean, like, this area has changed so much. Like, I mean, you know, it. they've done a lot for for the area and like I think done a lot for by building that I think that they did a lot for Houston because there was nothing like it before and like everyone is always like I remember hearing people that went to you know Free Press Summerfest are like why don't we have an outdoor music venue in Houston not well not in the woodlands but Mm. like in Houston and then they did it and it was like you know they were like demonized for it for a while <laughs> <They were. laughs> like, yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah and there. you know and i think what they did was amazing like i mean they 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 changed whole city and like for the better you know and and it's you know i i think obviously you've got neighbors that you've got to cooperate with and that's just how it is in houston because there's no zoning but at the end of the day like i think it's for the better of the community and like that's you know that's what we're trying to do here yeah i think too. when
3: history's written that's what yeah, you know, it'll be, it'll be, mm-hmm. yeah, like White Oak and the White Oak Entertainment District or whatever. You know, people. Yeah, well,
1: if they ever I think nah, it's, it's too late. That should have yeah. sailed. <laughs> 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 I mean, wait,
0: we've gone too far. Yeah, Houston's, Houston's gone too Houston, far. It's more like H O A, not H O U. You know, like. Yeah, well, you know, Bill Burr came and played there during the pandemic, and so we went and watched him, and he, he made a, a bunch joke. of jokes. And one of the biggest ones was like, "What the hell place is this? Like, where are we? We had Dead Hooker Bayou right behind us." <laughs> 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 he's like, "Oh well,
3: yeah," he was like, "He was like, wow," because he's looking at the crowd. It's like. So during the <laughs> pandemic, it was very like uh, they uh, everyone's pods, trying to problem solve. Right? the pods. It yeah, like, yeah. it's like look at this. You got tiki pods. I, I, I'm, I'm standing right like by a freeway, and there's like, uh, there's like hookers and, and, and <laughs> like and drug cartels that's moving products behind. Well, like, like this is, this is this is, my, this is my first show after like a year, guys. This is
0: you know, something I'm just like, it's hilarious. Bro. Yep. All right, let's take a break and we get back. We'll talk more of Black Page Brewing. Anthony Hines and Hendrik Hurlick is our guest. We will be right back.
1: Hey, it's James from Ingenious Brewing Company up in Humble, Texas. We are a small batch brewery open Wednesday through Monday with an air-conditioned tap room hosting weekly trivia, monthly art markets, and many more family and pet-friendly events. Not in the mood for a delicious beer? Try one of our hard seltzers or a local cider or wine. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok for a daily update
0: on our tap lists and daily events. Can't make it to the tap room? Just look for us at your local HEB, Specs, or any fine craft beer retailer. Cheers. KT Wellness, our friends down in Dickinson, is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non energetic, and non motivated, not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. KT Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. KTWellness.com. Why not feel your best again? KTWellness.com.
2: Hey guys, Bobby Harrell from Backview Brewing here. Just dropping in to tell you about our new seasonal, King's Brow, a German Fest beer, perfect for Oktoberfest season, but still can handle this Texas heat. Available through the end of September, but while supplies last. So don't sleep on it, go out and grab you some. Cheers. At True Anomaly Brewing, our greatest achievement lives in knowing that everything we've learned is yours to enjoy. While it may not be rocket science, we brew with the same detail and dedication learned while running mission operations for NASA. Taking risks is part of our DNA. We don't take them just to say we did, we take them because of the result. Bold brews we're proud to share with fellow adventure seekers. True Anomaly Brewing, beer for the explorers.
0: Get your tickets now for Wild West Brew Fest, voted number one beer fest in North America by BeerYeti.com for multiple years in a row. The weekend starts November 3rd for the K-Town Showdown. Friday, November 4th is the official launch party, and Saturday, November 5th is the festival. Over 500 beers from over 60 breweries, live music, lots of food, games, and three days of good times. Discounted hotels and tickets can be found at wildwestbrewfest.com. You do not want to miss it, wildwestbrewfest.com.
1: Hey, Houston, this is Bryce, 11 Below Brewing. I'd like to invite you to come out and see us. We're located just outside the Beltway up by Willowbrook Mall. We're open Thursday and Friday night, Saturday and Sunday afternoon as well. And if you're lucky, you might even get a hug from Jeff while you're here. If you're looking for some great little fun beer to beat this Houston heat, Taco Tuesday is our jam. Got a little bit of lime and salt, super refreshing and crushes the summer heat. You can find it at your local grocery stores and liquor stores. Check us out on social media at Lembelow Brewing.
0: we <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I mean the, the last segment of the show. This is this is one of those shows, Tom, where I think
3: we could probably sit here for like six hours. Fortunately, we started drinking beers, and I feel like last night really kicked back in. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh
0: no! I, all, all of a sudden, yeah, you got
1: to act like you've been there.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I was tired, like all day long. You kind of had this brain fog a little bit. You know, felt it all very, right, it but just, just a little, a little slow. And now, so I'm like, man, I'm picking up steam. Uh, nice. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I a lot I, better I feel like I'm just back to last, Time Warp i back to last night uh, here we are yeah. <laughs> But we are at Black Page Brewing at Right here in North Main 45 By White Oak Brewing Or White Oak Music Hall Things are changing man. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> so Where did the name Black Alliance. Page come from?
1: do we ever talk about this? In Heinrich Orlick Yes uh, yeah. um, Our guest So It's a Frank Zappa song it's his most... Of course. All the beers here. Difficult. <laughs> it, everything, you know, we, you know, not just because we're right across from at Music Hall, but because, like, um, your producer and I were talking, I mean, music is, like, kind of my my original passion. Like, I, I wanted to, like, incorporate that into the brewery. And, you know, I think, you know, we came up with the name Black Page. It sounded cool. But then, like, it's Frank Zappa's most... Difficult song to write, so I think ironically, or difficult song to perform, according to all the musicians hey, who performed it. It makes
3: sense; it's a long journey. Exactly, to get here, yeah. Right? So like
1: now, when I tell this story, like I couldn't like come up with a reason why, like you know, we named it that. Like it was just like, oh, it's not cool, you know. Like you know, beer has like a lot of different notes, and so does this song. But like now, it's like, yeah, well, you know, it's it took four, or five The years most here, difficult so. brewery to ever get open. So I mean. I don't know. There's no great explanation, but it's. it's <laughs> <laughs> we,
0: we, we threw out Black Page, it stuck, <laughs> and here we are.
2: Yeah. You know, for me, it was the kind of different uh, Black Page. For me, a brewery has to be connected with Houston or whatever, whatever the name of the brewery owner or something else, like in Germany, is or the story behind the brewery. Black Page was, for me, a really strange name. But when he explained it to me, it was, you start with a white page, and you write the notes and on the end you have a black page. Now it makes sense to me.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. the same with the
2: recipe. When you create a recipe, you start scribbles. So when I do my first batch, I have my written notes there. Mm-hmm. And then scratch, scratch, scratch. And then you make adjusting by the fly. So you, when cool. you have a new system, you have to make adjustments. And then the same, when you look my brew sheet on the end, it's a black page. <laughs>
0: Well, luckily, you had a black pen instead of, like, a pink pen. No. <laughs> so, I mean, things would have been different. Pink pens? Pink pens? That's, a, pink that's, the, that's the RD facility. <laughs> <laughs> it's an open up on the other freeway, John. <laughs> <laughs> nothing,
3: nothing but sours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I'm redoing the – I'm drinking the Marzen again. The is delicious. But also, we have this delicious high ABV uh, stout. nitro stout on the table.
0: Uh, Pretty tasty, pretty dangerous, but pretty tasty. <laughs> it's sort of, sort of again what we we kind of hit on these beers about the 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 conditioning of these beers. I mean, I'm I'm two thirds done with my English IPA right now. Yeah. That is, man, it's just delicious. Right? Every beer I've had here has been really really good, but there's still there's still carbonation in this beer, right? <clears throat> and there's still a head on this beer, which there there's been several breweries uh, you know as soon as they pour it it's like oh it looks great but then that just dissipates so fast
2: yeah so we are German. we are cheap or we try to save money <laughs> and in a fermentation process you're creating carbon dioxide and alcohol and so we want to control the carbon dioxide inside the beer so all german beers are naturally carbonated we're not allowed to add carbonation to the beer like here in america it was here and this is to say so fast this goes in, so fast this goes out. So you starting in a fermentation when I go down to my less two and a half, three percent 3% fermentable sugars, I close my tank and I have a small spunda. And the spunder controls the final carbonation. And it's the same with champagne champagne has natural carbonation. And this is uh, uh, art to do this. And the same to me here. So I always try to overcarbonate a little bit the beer, I closed all my tanks earlier, and I keep it warm still, and then I open my sponder and let release slowly, and on the one tank, number uh, two, you can still see it's still coming out a little bit, and very fine bubbles, and this is what I like on this beer. Uh, And uh, the brew house, uh, I get used to the brew system, Um, I do different step uh, uh, mashing. And so you create different kind of sugars. You create fructose, glucose, maltose, saccharose, and all the, the different kinds of malts, uh, sugars, decreating in your fermentation process. So you get uh, the fructose, kicks in, there's a uh, uh, multi-sugar, was get the yeast going, they uh, get high on steroids.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then you have got the, the maltose was fermenting slowly. And then you have the glucose, it always slows down a little bit. That's why you get the natural combination. And this is really. Brewing beer for me, it's, it's an art, but it's science too. So I'm the science guy. What is the name? The science guy, the old dude, Bill Nam TV. Bill yeah, Nye. Yeah. I'm the science guy for beer. I
0: was <laughs> going to say Walter White. <laughs> You're the Walter White. You're the Walter White beer. But it's a lot of
2: science in brewing beer, and it's a lot of fun.
0: I do love beer. I mean, it's, it's clearly, clearly, <laughs> <laughs> clearly, but there's also the history, the science. And then that, that's what really, really pulled me in. Like we were talking is like, I would not want to be a brewmaster. I know that's not my position in this field, in this area, but I do love promoting it and I do love talking about it
2: and so long you like to drink it is good and you know drinking is pretty fun too (laughs) it
0: it, it, it is pretty fun it's It's the funnest part (laughs) yes but um if you've never been out here uh which most people probably listen has not been here yet because you're very very new Mm -hmm. yeah and I, i think what's great about you guys
3: it's uh like you guys are you guys are open yeah. <laughs> like, like, Black like, Page Brewing. There, there's, some, there's some breweries that, like, it's like this almost two, three month soft opening process of, like, sneak peeks and whatever. Mm. Like, no, you guys are open
1: right we, now. We couldn't wait any longer.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, not only that, I mean, I was looking, you know, in between breaks, had a little restroom stop, which is a really nice restroom with a bunch of parrots and stuff, you know, on the walls. Yes. Uh, Parrot, but do you know why? No.
1: There's, like, a, a parakeet. Like colony, like the, the like there's like. You, yeah. you, if you hang out long enough you'll yeah. see them like they just fly around the, oh that's awesome yeah. Yeah. there's a, a great place for bird watching if there's any bird watchers listening John I'm telling you we have a, we have a
3: whole like restroom podcast where we <laughs> <have> a <lot laughs> whole other show
0: yeah. we're, we're, we're gonna do a show from the best restrooms <laughs> so like every brewery around the nation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like,
3: like listen there's a list there's a list in Houston for sure <laughs> oh, and man. like you guys you guys are already breaking the top 10 breaking. you need to go back you need to go
1: back to the original Carbach bathroom from before the expansion that, oh, that bathroom remember that that was
3: alright Kevin load up
1: the, the mic yeah. we'll, get, we'll get David to let us in it was it was like one in one out like and it, and it was a 100 person line and it was I mean but once you got in there it was amazing
0: yeah <laughs> just take your time. <laughs> take your time. <laughs> that, that would be the
3: like the best podcast series ever. It's just us with like bro- like brood owners and like our like masters, just, and we're
0: just in restrooms. Like all right, Eric Warner told me, like, but, but what Tom, how, how is it? are we at the urinals? Are we in the stalls? Lately, like, like, we all? Like, how does this work out? So we're in mean, the restrooms, you know. Like just, we have like
1: everyone's at a urinal and there's a microphone in front of the urinal. Yeah, something.
0: and
3: just. Yeah, just little quick say, we have Brock, like and like Brock just talks about like, like why did you guys choose this man? Eyes
0: forward, Brock. Eyes forward. <laughs> forward. <laughs> oh man, it's like Tom, like John. I'm up here. <laughs> well, you guys, uh, back to the bathroom. I looked over and I saw like the happy hours that you guys are doing here, and I was like, oh, holy crap, this is actually pretty legit happy hours happy hours that you guys do. I love the idea of, like, 2 p.m., $2, 3 p.m., $3, yeah. 4 p.m., like, it's great. $2 $3. pints on Friday from 2 to 3? I mean... You know, even $3 pints from 3 to 4.
1: I think we we got to get people here, you know? Like, I, I think you guys, like, y'all have been very generous with the compliments, but, like, I think, like, you see this property and it's... All right, you it's want to know cool. the truth. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, you know, if it sucks, it's okay. But, I mean, we not, hate not everyone agrees. But like,
0: but I like to Houston for a reason. That's we why wanna, I like flatness.
1: <laughs> we we want
0: to get people here to, like,
1: see what it is, you know. Obviously, like, we, you know, we spent a lot of time getting to this point, and, like, we're excited about it. We just want to, like, show it to everybody. And, you know, everybody likes, you know, cheap beer. And, that's true. You know, may- maybe we won't be able to continue t- it. Cheat yeah. by,
0: <laughs> <laughs> cheat,
1: <laughs> cheat
3: by
0: price, not by yeah, yeah. by quality.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. you know, right it now
0: expensive.
1: Yeah, well, yeah.
3: It eventually it becomes there is a two dollar beer or there is a three. You know, yeah. You know, well, you can't you get, get the stout. A, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the only beer. Honestly, I mean, every other beer we have. Yeah, yeah, price, but but, yeah, we yeah, yeah, but eventually
3: as things change. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a, it's a killer deal. I was I was thinking about it because. At No Label, like, we open our, like, you know, things are always lightest at the beginning, right? Like, yeah. And yeah. it's just, like, how do we get people to, like, really race against the clock to, like, to get a, like, yeah, especially, yeah. like, when you're open, like, at Fridays we open at noon and, like, it's just, yeah. we're, it's, it's a certain type of crowd we're trying to get in and just, like, it's like, or three o'clock, even, just, like, it's like, hey, get off work and get your ass over here if you want to get that three dollar beer. Like, it creates a chase. And then and then all of a sudden I was like,
1: oh, four dollars. And like those
3: dollars, you, you almost matter. made
1: it. Well we we got we got a half price beer when the Astros are up. So during the eighteen what was it, eighteen inning game? Yeah, like, they were yeah. up for like half an inning and you know, and I sent my GM like the 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 emoji. Did, you know, or, or. no no i sent him like that the like emo, yeah texted him like the emoji like this is going fine and like the whole room's on fire with the dog you know yeah <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. was like like yeah, yeah. this 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 uh, special is going like not <laughs> mm. <laughs> i mean no one got the opportunity to get half price no, beer, but no uh, hopefully uh, hopefully we just dominate the yankees and we're up by uh, that's how know, it up was. the entire time and it's half price beer
3: uh, listen, 18 inning game is really frustrating, but it was Yankees. Uh, it was great for, that's who we want. It was great um, for sales. Uh, I was just like, 18 game on a Saturday. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 yeah. stuck around. They
0: stuck around. <laughs> they stuck around. <laughs> All right, Black Page Brewing. Uh, man, appreciate you guys coming out. Man, or having Thank us out. Thank you guys out. so Anthony, much, Anthony Heinrich. Man been fun talking to you uh i could sit and talk to Heinrich for hours and hours and hours and hours and hear more stories and ask a lot more questions uh, because he's making really good beers thank you, you guys thank built you. a really badass fight yep thank you confirmed <laughs> <laughs> all right well unfortunately we had to wrap up the show and unfortunately i'm out of beer so let's go ahead and call this one done uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this week's episode of Drink of Ages Radio. You can listen to any of the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewing Company by finding us all over the place except for Spotify <laughs> and, I don't know, <laughs> for, now. <laughs> for, now. <laughs> for now. For now. Bop, bop. They, they they don't like all the music in it, but I, I do like all the music in it. So that's what makes this show good. DJ Musgrudge. All right, everybody be safe, and we'll talk to you next week.